The following podcast is an 8122 Productions podcast in association with Hashtag 607 Podcast, Next Wave, Alternate Reality Radio. For more information, please go to 8122productions.com. Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. The podcast where we talk all things horror and bring you the week's biggest horror movie news. That's right, it's Halloween week, everybody, and we got so much to talk about. I am your host, Mike C., and got a couple of my best friends in the world here today. You know the first one, he's here every single week. He once played chess with Bobby Fischer and Scrabble with the Elephant Man. He's rich. That's right. Uh, Are you sure it's not the other way around? No. Scrabble with Bobby Fischer and chess with the Elephant Man. I'm, I can't remember. Now. I think that you did both, maybe. I don't, I don't point, have the but... Elephant Man's memory or the craziness of Bobby it, Fischer. Yeah. It just, just the point is, you did it at the same time. Oh, that's all that matters. That's, that's all that matters. You know, what a I, guy. that would have been, been an interesting. Now, are we talking like crazy, blurred off the mouth Bobby Fischer later in life or younger Bobby Fischer? I think. Because I feel like crazy Bobby Fischer I'd prefer to talk to. I, then that was crazy Bobby Fischer. Because have you ever heard, uh, if you ever guys get a chance, go on to YouTube, look up Bobby Fischer and his rants. They're pretty. <laughs> Bad. They're pretty bad. They would they would make Hitler blush. Just throwing oh, it out there. Whoa! No, I'm being serious. Whoa. If you ever hear them, it, they're pretty bad. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He he lost his he for a guy who was like the greatest chess player of all time. He lost. He his lost mind. his mind. I think I heard that. That's too bad because he really was a great chess player. But yeah. yeah. And the Elephant Man was a really kind man. So. So yes, he was. Sorry he was gone. Yes, Joseph, don't call me John Merrick. Yeah. And, yeah. and if he would have known uh, way back when he was alive that his bones would someday be owned by Michael Jackson. I know. Do you think or, that, or that the bare naked ladies would sing about him? Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, great movie, though. Oh, yeah. That's one of my all time favorites. Yeah, oh, yeah. Anthony Hopkins. That, in my opinion, that's his best movie. I know everybody. You know, that's, I, always, I would agree with you that it's one of the best movies of Anthony yeah. Hopkins, and that's yeah. saying something, because he has a long oh, list yeah. of movies. Yeah, I mean, this is the guy that was, that's was been in everything great. Everything he ever touches has turned to gold for the most part. You know, I Silence agree. of the Lambs, but yeah, that, that's that. in my opinion, is his best movie. Uh, also in the studio with this week, he's back! He's back! You just heard him talking a second ago. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give you one of these intros like we give our buddy what? Rich this week. He is still the president of the My Little Pony fan club. Ron Woo! is here. I am not really the president. The oh, you pre- sure to, are. To the president that is the actual uh, fan, you know, the president he of the My the Little Pony. He all. is you, the king. You do a great job. Keep keep sending out those <laughs> notes. I, I got the letter today. Thank You're you. You're the king he was, of he the was, My Little Pony He's the king bro of the bronies. He put bro. the bro in bronies. He is the Matt Riddle of bronies. I can continue on. That's, that's, why, that's why I want me. I am just not the president. First time but, ever. You got a big wind up of an, uh, you know, of an introduction listen, here. I love it. I got, got to meet Tara Strong. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> but did you get to meet Crystal Reed? No. Oh, if you did, I would kill you. That's uh, that's not fair. That's at the next Brony that's convention. That's not fair. You, you guys got to meet. You got to meet Catherine Corcoran. I, if you get to meet Crystal Reed, I'm done with you. <laughs> if you don't bring me with you, I'm done with you. Oh, I know. But, Jeez, Ron, but, you're being greedy. Stop being greedy. Get to the needy. Jeez. 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 All right. Well, like we said, it's Halloween week. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. We're going to be getting back to the, the finale of our three-part uh, Halloween fest. That's right. That's coming up later in the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. I know you got a little something special for us in segment two. Absolutely. So we're going to talk about some more stuff, Halloween more stuff. Halloween stuff. Like this is this is this Halloween is the theme. You got to remember, this is Horror Zone six hundred seven. If we do not celebrate, I, I think Halloween has to be our holiest of holidays here yeah. at Horror Zone six hundred seven. So if we don't celebrate on Halloween week, this comes out. You guys are going to hear. Well, it comes out the day before Halloween. Some yeah. of you will even listen to this. 
on Halloween. I know. It's going to be a great time. It's so. going to be a fun time. This is going to be better than the time that I watched Halloween on AMC. But, you know, here's the thing. <laughs> Five for, times But in first a row. up, we have to have that pesky news segment, Mike. Yeah, yeah. We might as well jump into that. Let's get that going get that out of the way here this week. So uh, the first thing is uh, Terrifier 2 is, is casting. Uh, we knew that there were going to be some people in it, but we knew it had a bigger budget, too. And uh, they brought on a couple of uh, 80s uh, horror stars. Um, the first one would be uh, a friend of yours. You met her last week. That's right. And that would be Felissa Rose. Yeah, a very amazing woman. I, I, I enjoyed her. She lit up a room like no other, and I'm glad that she's uh, going to be in this movie. I am, too. We don't get enough Felissa Rose. And ironically enough, also, who was at the event, Jason Lively. Jason also Lively. Been and I feel like this happened at Scaricot. Because like, both of them were at Scaricon. Yeah, Damien then, Leone was at Scaricon. The whole cast of Terrifier was yeah. there. Damien Leone, the writer and, and director and of Scaricon. And then boom, they're cast in the movie. Boom, they're cast in the movie. So also going along with that uh, is a, another uh, star of Halloween 5, actually, Tamara Glynn. So she was in that movie. I believe her character was Samantha. She was yes. the blonde girl in that. So Un- she's also going to be in it. Unfortunately, she was not at Scaricon. So that did not happen at Scaricon. No, that must have are, happened. I'm she, maybe sure she's friends with the other two. You know, maybe she was in Rochester. Maybe she went out to lunch with them. Ah, maybe. maybe. Or had I, salad sandwiches or something together and just decided, let's be in Terrifier too. Or Chinese with Courtney Gaines. Well, yeah, and as you know, <laughs> Courtney Gaines bought you Chinese food. He did. I would also, I'd also like to I point there. out that they should have casted, uh, just because of pure terrifying on his face, they should have casted uh, Diesel from the Three Fat Nerds podcast <sighs> because that picture with Art the Clown has brought me great joy. You know, it could still happen. It and could still happen. He could be the first one killed. It's not like they can't reach out to us. Our good friend Loren Malloy is uh, going to be casting him in a movie soon. Yes. Really? Uh, <laughs> I, I, we'll talk, we can't talk about it can't, on air right. because, no. it's, uh, because the, the <laughs> idea can't get out there. Sweet. Uh, but before it happens, but there is an actual idea that Diesel will be starring in a movie. <laughs> I, I'm being dead serious. I can't wait to hear about. I'm this. sorry to the fans. If you, uh, when Patreon comes around, maybe we'll, well, I, we, I don't even think we can do it then because no. we can't. We can't steal somebody else's idea and have one of you guys go and make the movie before she. Does. Right. Sorry, guys. I, I promise that. I promise when that whenever we get the clearance, whenever they go into pre-production, we will let you know about the movie. No, he's going into pre-production already. And so, yeah, Terrifier 2, I can't wait to see it. Can't wait either. I did watch the first one again this past weekend, and I liked it a lot more than the first time I watched it. It seemed The first time I watched it, was kind of like a fun movie, but what's the point? I, I got it a little I like, more I this like time. this movie. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's not and that I, I didn't I can't wait like to see it, it before, but I, I, I had even more respect for it the, time, the second time watching it. So, uh, Next up, Michael Doherty, the director of Trick or Treat, uh, did an interview. Uh, he's ready to make Trick or Treat 2. I mean, this is a movie that was announced by Legendary Pictures years ago, and it never happened, never came to fruition. Um, he's ready. He's just waiting for Legendary to get a hold of him and greenlight this thing. Well, so, rumor has it that the first time he wasn't ready, that's why it didn't happen. Really? Ru- okay. That's rumor. That's just rumor. I don't know how true that is. That's just a rumor that he originally didn't want to make a sequel. Right. He didn't want to be one of those and he guys talks that about that in this so, interview. So, it's, so it's, probably there's, there's obviously a kernel of truth in that. Yeah, it's not that he didn't want to do a sequel, or at least at this point, it's not that he doesn't, but he doesn't know that the movie f- really needs a sequel. In a world where there's so many sequels and prequels, he doesn't know that it needs one. Oh, it does. It, I'm going to put it this way. It doesn't need a, a sequel. Do I want a sequel? Absolutely. Because I've said it before, uh, and Ron and me have this conversation all the time. Sometimes I want to be a greedy fan. Yeah. And yeah. as a greedy fan, I want a second one. Uh, but as a person who recognizes that it's one of the greatest uh, movies, in my opinion, in the genre. Uh, I mean, like I said, this movie came out in the 2000s, and it feels like it's from the golden era in the 1980s. Yeah. It's such a great movie, and you know, As Creepshow meets a Halloween. Yes, it's it's great, and I I don't think I could explain it even better than that. That's that's the best way to explain it. Yeah. And I personally would love to see. Yeah. See a sequel, but once again, is it is it good it's enough in the on hands, its own? It's perfect. Yeah, awesome. and it's in the hands of Legendary Pictures, which he talks about how they went through a you know a change in ownership, which mm-hmm. is true. Uh, Thomas Tall, who was originally right, from right here in the six oh seven, uh, he used to own Legendary, and he sold it to I believe it was a Chinese firm. Yeah, um, and they just kind of I don't I don't know that they really care. Well, we can't let but, we can't let Diesel know about that because then when they book Rose in that movie, <laughs> he'll be all sorts of upset. Right. But speaking of uh, uh, Chinese actors, I know I'm jumping the gate on your news here, but uh, we might as well go in that uh, the, the, the show is is in The Grudge. Yeah, so the trailer for The Grudge uh, hit just this week. And, uh, you know, I got to say, I think it looks awesome. Um, I like that it's going to be taking place at the same time as the Sarah Michelle Gellar movie. So it's in kind of the same world. 
Um, it doesn't really add anything more no. to it. It just feels like another grudge movie, but takes place here in the States. But I, it looks awesome. It's I, got a great I, cast. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't miss the segue of John Cho, of course. Yeah. John Cho is in it. Uh, uh, Damien Bichir's in it from The Nun. Lynn Shea's in it from the Insidious series. Betty Gilpin from Glow. Uh, Jackie Weaver's in it. Frankie Faison. And the most important thing that I didn't know, and this is bad horror co host, I guess, I did not realize Sam Raimi was producing this. I didn't either. Until this trailer, of course. In the if beginning I did, of the I don't trailer, remember. It says, produced by legendary yeah. <laughs> Sam Raimi, and then it goes, the producer of Evil Dead. And yeah, so. Yeah. It's, uh... I, I'm excited to see it. I am too. Uh, the trailer looks amazing, and I knew I jumped the gun, but once again, I couldn't miss that. Ch- I couldn't that, miss the cheap segue. That's there. what I was going that, to next, anyway. That, that so was a, that was a cheap segue. Yeah, no, no, that was perfect because that's exactly what I was going to go over next. So there you go. Good job. Good job. Um, just want to kind of mention uh, there was something, a couple articles on bloody disgusting this this week that were kind of interesting. Uh, the first one is the interiors of the Nightmare on Elm Street house. Everybody knows the iconic exteriors of this house. Well, apparently the interiors, uh, Sean Clark, who does Horrors Hallowed Grounds, uh, which is a great. I don't know what you call it. I don't know. It's not really a documentary series, but he goes around to different, oh, it's a different uh, it's a, it, locations. I would say it was a docu series for yeah. the most part. We'll we'll just say that just for lack of better term. Yeah. So uh, a few years back, he uh, went to this house uh, where they filmed the Nightmare on Elm Street movie and uh, the, the the Freddy Krueger home, of course. And um, he snapped some pictures on the inside. And as he was looking at them more, there was uh, new footage that was filmed. I want to say in 1981 when uh, Halloween 2 was being filmed. They went back and they filmed some more scenes for the new TV version of the original Halloween that was going to be premiering on television to kind of fill some time where they cut things out. Uh, so they filmed new scenes for it. I've never seen this this version of the film. I wish I could get my hands on it, but uh, they filmed inside of this home. Mm-hmm. So, so Halloween has a connection to Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street filmed the exterior, of course, is the legendary exterior, and they also used one bedroom that was used as Nancy's room. Nancy's that room, That same right. room was then used as Lori's room in these reshoots. They also used the living room and another bedroom as well in shooting, which uh, different areas because... One of them was Annie's room from Annie's house. Right. But it was, Annie was laying they on were the doing, bed. Yeah, because they were doing the interior. In Nancy's room. room. And yeah. we, the pictures that he snapped actually show that they were match up. And by the way, they oh, match yeah. up identically. Oh, yeah. Even years later, same they kind of said the same. curtains were on the windows and everything. The horse gave it away in the living room. Yeah. That's what <laughs> got him thinking. I'm being serious. There's like this There's like like a, a carousel horse looking yeah. thing in the living room. And that's where he saw that. And he was like, wait a minute. Mind you, he he took these pictures. And it was like, it was like a year or so before he was looking at them again and went, wait a minute. These are the same. And sure enough, he matched them up. So it's kind of cool. I, I mean, it was a good, cool story. And I mean, yeah, those things have to happen. I mean, especially out in California where a lot of things are made. I'm sure that they've used a lot of houses over and over. Oh, again. yeah. But whoever bought that house recently, because that, that house just sold. Uh, yeah. What was it last year? I believe so. Uh, that house just sold. So now they can they can double down because now it was filmed for Halloween as well. Right. Even though not the original shooting. Still, right. Halloween scenes And I guess they completely the gutted the inside and it doesn't look at all like that anymore. But, but which hey, is a shame. Again, movie, movie history. It adds that dollar dollar bill. Yeah. True. Absolutely. I would love to get in that house. Absolutely. But I still want to go on the tour where they filmed the original Halloweens and everything. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, next up, there was another article uh, that was uh, an interview, actually, with uh, the, the, the great Crispin Glover. And... Uh, he uh, kind of talked about his involvement with the Friday the 13th, uh, the final chapter, and uh, kind of talked about how he's not really a horror fan or anything like that. But uh, so, so of course, the iconic dance scene. I wish that he talked more about that in it. Because the dance scene is what we all remember. That's what I remember. That like, is the I greatest thing that has ever happened. Like, if you think about it, there is nothing better than Crispin Glover shaking his groove thing <laughs> all over the place. It was the most interesting dance that's ever happened. I mean... I, I don't know what what more is there to say about that but uh yeah he talked about how he had only ever seen the first movie he watched it right before he filmed the fourth one and uh, the only other really horror movie that he ever really had a lot of respect for was the original texas chainsaw massacre so it was kind of an interesting little interview uh-oh Woo! Uh, oh we gotta jump ahead a little bit though there we go there it is sorry i had to jump ahead a little bit <laughs> I decided to do this live. If you've never seen this, you need to see it. And Mike is doing it in studio, just so you guys know. <laughs> I can do it no justice. So this is the song is by the way is Love is a Lie by Lion. It was from <laughs> Friday the thirteenth final chapter in Crispin Glover gets down and that's how he, he attracts 
the female, uh, the one of the twins. One of the twins. The one that hadn't died yet. <laughs> well, they were both still alive at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In well, the living room, but it's yeah. the one that died second. Yes, yes. So at least she went out having, having been with him. Well, I don't yeah, know why not? Yeah, about that. yeah. Well, at least he had gotten there first. Because if he did it after, never mind. Okay. Yeah. Another, another. That story might be for, for the uh, for the next show that I'm going to be involved in with Diesel in the, the future. The Patreon, the Patreon yes. show. Love is scary with Spooky Mike yeah. and Daddy Issue Diesel coming coming in November. By the way, coming it, soon. We're, we're not lying. It's coming in November. Yeah. Everything sells down. We will be on Patreon. We have some Patreon exclusive shows. Trust me, and it will be cheap and affordable. It's just a way. That we can uh, put stuff out there without getting kicked off of everything we're on. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Moving on. Yes, yes, yes. Joker. We've talked a little bit about Joker the last Joker. few weeks. It's now the highest grossing R-rated film ever. It's made over $853 million worldwide. Dethroning Murray. Deadpool. Yeah. Murray. Murray. I can't yeah, wait to see it. gunshot is so You haven't so seen it? You haven't seen, haven't it? seen it? No. Oh I've been busy. Oh, it's twice. Man. I'm busy so and broke. I'm, I'm well. I'm both of those things as well. But I, I still. I'm made busy it to see and that. broke, but I have an unlimited pass. You do. That's uh, right. I listen, should have gotten that. Listen, as soon as my Weight Watchers subscription is up, I'm with you. <laughs> You're it's the in. same amount. <laughs> so I just told my wife I'm allocating those funds. Out to <laughs> it works. It's, it's worth it. But it's... we're going to see Terminator Dark Fate this weekend. Was that out this weekend already? Yeah, oh wow! Yeah. At some point in juncture, I'm gonna get my fat ass to that theater. I just figured I'd drag Ron with me because he has the unlimited pass. Just I've never seen a Terminator movie in the theater. I think that that one's going to look pretty cool uh, on the big screen. So I watched Salvation and it was horrible. Yeah, I yeah. have a good feeling about this I, I one. saw T2 in the theater. I was young, I've, but I saw T2. Oh, yeah, I saw, T, been, I saw T2. That must have been a treat. I oh, it was T, amazing. And T2. I also saw Terminator 3 in the theater, and that was yeah. also really good. I'm kind of surprised I, they're not putting T2 back in theaters at this point, like re-releasing it to theaters before the uh, the release of this. I don't think they have time, unfortunately. Yeah. They could have made time. They Well, yes and no, because right now your your box office was like... It's they're, a weird world right now with the box office, because you don't want to like kill the other momentum, and because that studio has other movies in the theater currently as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those weird things. Um, it's probably more or less. The other thing is well, who has the actual uh, right. di- r- distributing rights. Right. So, and that could have been lost years ago. Like, I don't even know. Is I don't that, care. Break the rules. Just put it in theaters again. Yeah, yeah. So, you, can't, you can't when you have a contract. <laughs> sure you can. So break the walls down. Just make make your own rules. That's well, what I well, do. Well, you can, but, you know, it doesn't always end well. I mean, it's your... your <laughs> Lawsuits your, your, are real. Yes, the lawsuits are real. I mean, there's reasons why... You we... guys are Debbie Downers. Just it's not the that. There's the reasons theaters. why there's certain magic fact, cards that haven't been play reprinted. play it before that. Go go into the theater expecting to see the new Terminator Dark Fate, and, and you're going to get a surprise. They're going to be showing this first. It's going to be a double feature. You guys are going to thank me later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, allegedly, and no, it's not happening, people, so don't be... It's not really happening. All right. Uh, I, you know what is happening though? I got some video game news. Video game? Video, yeah. Video Have you guys ever played The Last of Us? Yes, because it was free on PS Plus this month. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Isn't that an amazing game? I love that game. The Last of Us Part Two has been long in the works. Long, we're waiting forever for this game to come out. Uh, was supposed to be coming out soon. It has been delayed back to May 29th of 2020. Woo-hoo. Yep, it went from February to May. Yeah, they just couldn't get it quite right, and they wanted to spend some more time to put a good product out. Yeah, I respect them for doing that. WWE 2K20 probably should have done the same thing. Yes, absolutely. I was just going to say that because I buried them on uh, Three Fat Nerds when we made the same comments. <laughs> That's the first game in that entire series that I haven't bought. I even bought 2015 and took it back three days later. I, it was awful. I also did not buy it, and it is also the first game in... Actually, it's the first game ever, the WWE line, that I've never bought. Yeah, I but, had it uh, briefly, took it back. I never rebought it. It's the only I one sh- I don't have. As I shared a story on Three Fat Nerds, I uh, YouTuber uh, Chris Dank, who does a great channel, and he does uh, WWE... 2k stuff uh he got it to play it early and he was like yeah if you have 2k19 you like it don't don't waste the money yeah. so basically i mean he's doing career mode and stuff on it right now so you get to see all that but man my kids got my kid got it because he that's what he wanted for his birthday and he's like oh i got mad at it because of career mode and i had writing on my tights and so it stopped it froze the career <laughs> Yeah, I heard it's just problem after Dude, problem. Glitches all over the place. Hair looks wrong. The, by the way, how how do you have characters look worse? This you know they they could have just moved the same character designs over. Yeah. There's characters that have been in the game for the last three years that look horrible. They look better in 2K19. Yeah. Like the Ronda Rousey character looks horrible. Yeah, it's because Yuke's left. They screwed up everything. I don't think they knew what to do without him. Oh maybe, well, that's maybe. on them. Yeah. Um, there's a haunted attraction in Tennessee. Uh, they will pay you guys. 
a small fee, a small small amount of money, $20,000 if you get through this thing. Okay. Problem is, nobody's even gotten to the starting line on this thing. So Nobody. Do you, how do you get to the starting line? I don't know. I don't know, but I guess this guy hypnotizes you and uh, absolutely ruins oh, you. I guess he completely breaks you down. Nobody has claimed this $20,000. Oh, is this the guy that, the, like, he, like it's like 16 hours or something? I don't know how long it takes. Uh, I just know that nobody's ever beaten this thing. It's called, uh, I'm probably going to pronounce well, this wrong, McKamey Manor. I think I heard about this. It, I think it's actually on a documentary on Netflix about the like the most haunted houses or something or like like oh, maybe. Uh, attractions. This kind of popped up all over social media yeah, in the last like couple of weeks. And, like I guess supposedly this guy like takes you and basically does whatever he wants to for X amount of time, but that twenty thousand dollars like he doesn't like swearing, so if you swear he just starts deducting money from it anyways. Seriously. Yeah. So it's not, it's not it's one of those things where he, he basically. It, you know, it's one of those things where you... He's never going to give away this money. You're never going to give away the money because all he's going to do is like, okay, time to put your head in a guillotine. Ah. I mean, let's let's be real. Like, okay, you can do it, you know, it's like, you, like even if you think you're going to get the money, do you really put your head in a guillotine? Like, I mean, <laughs> right. I understand that's the ex- ex- extreme side of things, but that's what he, that's the whole thing. He does, yeah. he does whatever he wants to for, I, th- I think it's like 16 hours or something and to get the, that money and that's why nobody's ever done it. Yeah. Uh. Well, I say we sign Diesel up. I was just going to say, I, you know, this guy may pay him $20,000 if he beats it. I'll give him $5 to go and do it. <laughs> I'm just pointing out that this, if, if depending upon what the guy is doing, sending Diesel could be our secret weapon because I feel like Diesel would creep that guy out. <laughs> depending, upon, depending upon what they do. Like, yeah, think about it. If it's, some weird, if it's some weird fetish stuff, the well, guy that, might get turned out. Like, I think one of the things is, like, he has you blindfolded. And like he, I don't know. Like he's doing, he said like, he hypnotizes people and he gets inside their heads and like tells them that there's like a shark chasing after him and they really believe there's a shark there. Right. I, that that's one of the one example that I saw in the. Uh, I want to point article. out if he if he hypnotizes Diesel, <laughs> he doesn't want to know what's going to come out. <laughs> I bet you the guy he may become the, part of the act. He'll get the twenty thousand dollars. He'll be like, here, just take just this. Go. And shut up. Just, just go shut away. Up. Don't ever come yeah. back. So, there was something on. I'll have to double check Netflix, but he, there's like some kind of he's on one of the. And the guy's whacked. It's no. Yeah, yeah, if it's called yeah. McCamey Manor, that's that's him. So yeah. maybe it's the it, same. Maybe it isn't. Last piece of news: We all loved our good friend Jamie Kennedy, don't we? Randy from Scream. Everybody loves Jamie Kennedy, right? <laughs> What's he been doing since? <laughs> He's done a couple of Tremors movies. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He will not be back for Tremors Seven, aka Tremors Island Fury. <laughs> The he furries? announced it himself that he will not be in it. Island Furries? Yes, Island is Furries. Tre- is Tremors go Hawaiian? Apparently. Apparently. Uh, I, I guess it's about some rich tycoon. Uh, he, the deadly graboids are back. This is a quote from Bloody Disgusting. The deadly graboids are back, illegally brought into a new island resort by a rich playboy looking for a trophy hunt. Right on. So, and so, it will not have Jamie Kennedy. Man. Well... I, 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 mean, I think that's... What's, what's the only good movie he did? Son of Mask? Uh, Malibu's uh, Most Wanted? Malibu's Most Wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got nothing else at this point. Uh, uh, he's, I, he, uh, he was trying yeah. to be Ryan Reynolds before Ryan Reynolds and failed miserably. Yes. <laughs> I mean, when you really break it down. That's pretty That's pretty much... I, I would say that's pretty much right on the money, Ron. Yeah. And with that, we're feeling festive here. Festive? Fest, it's Festivus. Festivus, listen... There it is, Festivus. So, uh, with that being said, we are exiting the horror news segment. Everybody's dancing in the room because we are Festivus for Halloween. Uh, So, we got to throw it out there. If you want to talk about anything we just talked about or anything at all during this show or just to contact us, hit us up on Facebook, HorrorZone607. Of course, like that page, share that page, rate and review that page, help us grow. Also, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HorrorZone607. And for all of our social medias to join our conversation, use the hashtag HZ607. And of course, you can visit our very public website, 8122productions.com, and check out all that we have there as well. Uh, Now we are going to take our break. When we come back, we are going to have some fun with some uh, Halloween movies that are are forgotten. But you'll get the picture when we come back.
Hey, this is Dustin Perry from Ghost Hunters and Ghost Hunters International, and you listen to Horror Zone 607. See, we're still being uh, festive here. Some 8-bit thriller is always a good way to go. And uh, so before the break, we kind of said that we were going to explore some, uh, for lack of a better term, forgotten Halloween movies. And I know, don't get confused, We one of our weeks of Halloween Fest was, you know, forgotten Halloween. Right. But this is not that. This is about movies that take place in the month of October or take place around Halloween that, that usually get overlooked for some reason or another. Uh, right now, AMC has been running Fright Fest nonstop this month. Uh, you know, we have Shudder doing what Shudder does, which is an AMC brand. And, uh, you know, if they ever want to send us a code, that'd be great. But you have until October 31st to use the code uh, AMC on checkout and get your first month of Shudder free. And also, they're offering 31% off I saw of uh, Shudder. Now until the end of the month. So there you go. There's our little shutter plug, even though, hey, hint, hint, shutter, if you're listening. Mm -hmm. uh, We would like to in. We want in. We want a code, damn it. Uh, So, uh, with that being said, there's there's a bunch of uh, different movies that don't get played. So I'm going to go with some of my underrated movies this time of year, and you guys can join in as well. Uh, We're going to open up with the movie we just talked about in the first segment Trick or Treat. Yeah. Trick or Treat is not usually on these fest lists, which is weird. It's a great movie. Uh, you know, I, I would have loved to see it on Fright Fest. I think it would play. Oh, well. It's been playing on Fear Fest. It has been on Fear Fest. Yeah. Or, they're calling it Fear Fest now, or the Fright Fest. Fear Fest. I was gonna say they yeah, had and AFC, that and IFC. The they're basically playing the same movies. I, I IFC. It's uh, unedited, but uh, yeah, they've been playing. It, well, actually. I didn't catch it on loop. I caught Christine on loop somehow. Yes. Uh, yeah. Anyways. I like Christine. I've seen worse, but it's still it's a it's John still... Carpenter movie. I I enjoy early Carpenter. Yeah, but it's still not it's still not as good as Trick or Treat. No. Yeah, so. No. All right, another one, and this one is going to warm the the heart and soul of one Mr. Ron. And this is a movie he remembers from his childhood. It was made for TV, but terrifying as shit, from what it, I understand. It, yeah, so good. It's called Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. You can find it on YouTube for free, by the yes. way. Yes. So it's if I, it's on YouTube it. for free, why the hell is this not a part of like some horror fest? Yeah. Get this on Shutter or something. It's on YouTube for free. Yeah, it made for TV. Dr- Wasn't it, it was like on CBS or something. Yeah, it was, it was it was made for TV directly. You know, it was the first actual scarecrow based killer. Really? For, from what Doctor Giggles was in it. it. Yeah, and it, yeah, <laughs> and uh, what was his name Larry Drake? I think. Was yeah, his yeah. Name? He played the specially handicapped kid that dies. Yes. <laughs> in the uh, scarecrow, uh, and, right. and then comes back and he starts killing people. But all the kills are. Uh, are off like more off screen and stuff, but like the suspense for this movie was yeah, terrifying. it had that look. Yeah, it had that look that I love in a horror movie it's because so of the era. Good. Like I, if I had the money to remake this movie, I would remake this movie today, and it, it, it'd have a lot more blood and guts. <laughs> yeah. So the next one up that I have is a movie called Murder Party. And I'm sure you might have not heard of it. So I'm going to give you the synopsis because I know Mike has not heard of it. Uh, it's about this this young, lonely, uh, extremely polite man named Christopher who lives alone with his cat, Sir Lancelot. And uh, where this is important is there's a bunch of people who are having a Halloween party. And uh, he decides to go out of his cover zone to go to it. The party is being dubbed Murder Party. Uh, so he gets dressed up in costume and he's dressed up as a knight. Go figure. And uh, when he gets to the party, he finds out it's not just a clever name, that it's actually a murder party, and he's the intended victim. Whoa. So he is surviving and slaying as he goes along. So, uh, yeah, interesting. So check that out yeah. if you haven't seen it. Uh, I have only seen brief, brief uh, bits of it. Uh, here's one that makes my heart warm, and it is a classic movie. Freddy's Dead? No, but you're trying to steal my thunder. Because <laughs> you had that coming to, do with to you. Halloween. You had that coming to you. Anyways, Ernest Scared Stupid. Ah. ah. Ernest P. Worrell and his friends with goblins. Know what I mean? Who hate Miak. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Believe it or not, I've never seen that. You've never seen that? No. Oh, oh man. I know. Oh, that's that's too bad. We'll have to get you to see it. I've been but surprising no. you guys all night on and off yeah. air. Yeah. Then another funny one. 
that fits the bill. Idle Hands. Oh, even made your 61 uh, Nights of Horror movies. Yeah. Mike's oh, I, love, I love that movie. So underrated. How about a movie called Ginger Snaps? Um, I've seen them. Uh, I'm not as crazy about them as other people are, but they were they were fun little movies. Right. Next up on my list, and this is one that I really enjoy, believe it or not, is campy as it can be. Well, the first one's kind of real scary. Then after that, it gets a little campy. I'm talking about Pumpkinhead. Yeah. <laughs> Pumpkinhead. With Uncle Lance, Lance Henriksen. That's right. Lance Henriksen's in that movie. Pumpkinhead is there. Mike, I know you had a couple movies. What do you got there? Uh, so, uh, Hellfest. Hellfest which came out about one. a year ago. Uh, that's a great movie that takes place, you know, in a haunt during during Halloween season. Uh, very underrated. That movie should have made a lot more money, and it should have become a franchise. It's set up for one. I hope that they somehow find a way to get one that's not going to go direct to video. That movie deserved better. Um, the other one would be Hell House LLC, which I talk about all the time on this show. That was a great found footage film, also taking place in a haunt in the yeah. month of October. So, yeah, that's good stuff. So yeah, yeah, that was a fun one. All right, I, I'm all about that life. And Ron, I know you have a very special one that's new. That new. You could add to your Halloween classics. Ron, what is that movie? That movie is called Candy Corn. And it stars our good friend, uh, Courtney Gaines. It is our good friend, Courtney Gaines. He bought me Chinese food once. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Ron. I was there. <laughs> you are the only person at this table who has seen Candy Corn thus far. Uh, without giving out any like spoilers... Give us a little synopsis of it. Tell us and then give us your take, whether you uh, suggest watching this or not. Uh, it starts off with, uh, real quick, it starts off with four like late teen, early 20-year-olds. It's either a bar or uh, uh, a diner talking about picking on picking on this kid that they pick on every Halloween. And then that goes where the story goes on from there. And it's got the very good 80s vibe feel. So if you like the feel of the 80s and all that stuff, it it, it, it feels all the way through. Basically, they pick on the kid. Things happen. And then the monster is created. <laughs> with, with lack of better terminology, without giving anything away. And then the monster goes and does his killing spree. The monster, the monster does monster does things. The monster yeah. things. Yeah. yeah, so, like, it's okay. Uh, the kills are there. They're, they're, they're kind of over the top bloody because it's more independent style horror film so they try to add the extra blood and stuff but it feels like a mortal Kombat game with the kills oh boy so they, they look more like fatality style kills yeah. so which is fine i'm not i'm not upset with that it's just that's how it feels you know out of a five you know it's probably like a two okay it, 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 it was worth a watch like it really is it's just don't go I, into it expecting it to be a masterpiece right. that we're going to remember. I, I, wa, I, wa, I guess I've been spoiled with filmmakers like Kevin Smith, who actually give you a full story, mm-hmm. even even on the independent film level, and give you a history a little bit here and whatnot. Because there's just so there's just so much stuff that's not answered or given to you in the movie that you're just like, okay, what was the point of this? Right. Well, like, in if they would have just set up the things a little bit better. Like, I know it's cliche to say, but, like, you have the kid that gets beat up that they want to go beat up. Like, at least have him be interested in the female. Right. You know, I know it's cliche. It's done in 101 different movies, blah, blah, blah. But, like, like, you don't even see him until 10, 15 minutes into the movie. So, it's like, well, what's the point? Oh, we've been picking on this kid for 18 years. Let's pick on the kid again. Like, okay, that's kind of a lame excuse. But, you know, it's something to watch. Short. It's about an hour and a half. Okay, you know, well, you know, one of the things uh, that I found interesting when you when Rich and I a couple weeks back during Sci Fi Horror Fest, we got to hang out with Courtney Gaines quite a bit. We ended up going to the Baseball Hall of Fame with him. And on the way back, we were talking to him about this. And um, the movie came up and uh, his exact the first thing out of his mouth was, "Eh, it's okay. (laughs) <laughs> it's yeah. okay. So, um, he, you know, he took on more of a producer role in it, which he, if I'm not mistaken, he said that that wasn't originally what he was. He was just signed on to act in it, and something yeah. happened, and he ended up at, uh, producing it. Um, he did say that they uh, went to great lengths to add different color and stuff into because they don't use film anymore. They use video yeah. now. Um, and they went to great lengths to try to add different colors and stuff into it to really make it look like a throwback to those 80s films. If, if He did have that conversation yes, with us about yeah, that. Yeah. And it was really interesting to hear about it. So how did it look? Did it, did it, it have was, that throwback oh, look yeah, to yeah. it? It felt, it felt 80s all the way. Like, And, and he's fine in it. Like, mm-hmm. like, Everybody's fine in it. You know, the, the carnival that's in town... 
you know, that's the other main thing of the story. The carnival happens to be in town, and the the ring le- ringmaster there, you know, is Doctor Death is his ring in ring name, and all that stuff. Like, there's just I'm not upset that they don't give you too much history on that because that's something you can do later. Mm-hmm. It's just for the story, you just need a little more history with what's going on. Okay. Like, like, like I said, like, so like an extra 15 minutes in the movie yeah, might have made a difference. Yeah, like, like you, and you just got to make the the reason to pick on the kid more like that first scene where you meet the, those kids, you have them like looking in through through the glass mm-hmm. to the kids and you know while they're talking, and then the girl walks in, and you just have him run away like like the, everybody looked at the door, so everybody looked at the window, and the girl walks in, but he's actually running away from the girl because he has an interest in her but he can't talk to her because he you know blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. you know stuff like that like if he did that but everybody thinks he's running away because everybody's paying you know looking at the window and the guys are oh he's out there let's go you know right you know like something like that just to give a little you know tease, just a little bit more a, a little tease of yeah. why why you want to you know why why you want to beat up the kid on halloween for the 17th year in a row like right like i, I don't know i guess i was never really a big bully so i don't know what the whole Right. The thought of that process was. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it, it's it's not a bad horror movie. Like, I've seen a lot worse. <laughs> right. It, it's like a two out of five. Worth a watch. It, it's, it's, if you can find it on a streaming service or something, you know, give it a watch. Yeah. Yeah, Courtney did tell us. He goes, I'd love to hear what you guys think of it. So, you know, we'll have to reach out to him after we do get a chance to see it. Let him know what we think. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't horrible. Like, he does he does a fine job in it. Um, Like, it's just a small there's just one really major part that i don't want to give away because i don't know if it's a big shocker or not Mm -hmm. but it's just like the fact that it happened in this small town it's like you wouldn't you realize this sooner right (laughs) Right. because like the whole point is like he's like going around town and doing his you know cop duties or sheriff duties or whatever he doesn't have a gun oh because he because he's like this this stuff doesn't happen in my town Oh. kind of attitude so which is fine i like i like that attitude like he's like the stuff doesn't happen in my town like no you know like because that's perfect 80s like right you know and then you know they should have given him a wooden gun like will ferrell and the other guys <laughs> but like it's just one of those funny th- stories like he's like that just needs a little bit more but you know it's like, it's, if you find it you know give it a watch right you know, yeah support courtney games well, there you go, uh, and there's some movies to check out. We gave you some. I mean, I know it's close to Halloween, but hey, you can watch them after Halloween and watch yeah, them anytime. Can. Enjoy all those movies. We're just trying to give a shout out to some movies that you know are really good that uh, don't always go. And so, trust me, over this next year, whether it's Patreon, whether it's right here on the show, I'm sure we'll be talking about some of those very movies as uh, we all really, really dig them. So, with that, we are we are we're almost there, Mike. Yeah, we're, we're at the time because we have one final break. When we come back from that break. It will be time to enter Halloween Fest final week, week three. And that brings about some favorites. Yeah, and we're going to call this One Good Scare. One Good Scare. And it's uh, it's it's all about the creme de la creme, the top tier. We've waited three weeks to talk about the very best that Halloween has to offer. So all you have to wait is literally a minute or less. And boom, we'll be back. With Halloween Fest! Hey, it's Courtney Gaines, Malachi from Children of the Core, and you're listening to Horror Zone 607. Welcome back to the zone. It is time for Halloween Fest, the final week, the final chapter. What? And you know, as I've been saying right along, we're gonna call this uh, this 
this last week, one good scare. And, uh, you know, of course, that's one of the lines from the original movie, and they bring it back in uh, in uh, H2O, because everybody's entitled to one good scare. So uh, this is the best of the best. Uh, we, we've done the, uh, the forgotten Halloween movies. We've done the ones that, that most people hate, that we hate. And, uh, you know, now we're up to the best ones. So we've got, uh, we got a couple to talk about here. And uh, I'm going to kick it right off. Uh, now, it's a little known fact that I have an absolute, pure, unadulterated hate for the first one. So for me to put it in here, it's because of all you the fans. It's because of what the people in this world think of this movie. Halloween 2018 is, is going to make this list. You scared me a little bit there. I thought you were going to say you had, when you said you had hate for the first one, I was going to be like, wow, breaking news? You hate, <laughs> you hate the first Halloween film? Yeah, it's all completely turned around. Uh, so Halloween 2018. Okay, Halloween 2018. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just... You you guys can talk about this because I've I've said my piece about this over the last year. <laughs> well, uh, me and Ron were both in the middle of the road with this movie. Yeah, it's so I'm, I I wouldn't have voted it as my favorite. Uh, I do understand why it's on the list. I do understand that there's a lot of people out there that love this movie. I I get it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I don't hate it like Mike does. I mean, I just like I said. It, to me, it's in my it's it's in the middle of the road. I mean, for yeah. I, I I mean, we won't go into my favorite yet because that's obviously going to be coming up here. Uh, but both of the movies we'll be talking about after are actually ahead of this, and then also H two O is ahead of this, and actually Halloween two is ahead of this as well. In my oh, opinion. I agree. So this is literally smack dab in the middle of the road for 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 twenty eighteen. But I get it. There's a lot of people who are happy to see it back. Uh, it brought something back to the world that, that you know people were missing. It did get rid of a bunch of continuity errors. Because let's be honest, uh, there was a, we were getting on like the Legend of Zelda kind of charts with this one, yeah, uh, was... with with Halloween because it was like this one's connected to this one, but not to this one, and this one's connected to this one, and this one's not connected to any of them. Uh, and that yeah. movie's actually on my list above these if you want to count it as a Halloween movie, which I prefer to just call it Season of the Witch. Yeah, uh, but um, I, I I I get it, Ron. You want to say anything about Halloween twenty eighteen? It's fine. It's not great. I, I don't... I don't know. It it is what you're looking for when it came out, but it's not like maybe maybe for everybody else, not me. Well, you know, it's but it gets universal praise. You were you were so. super picky. That's why I am. I just think it was a very poorly written, very 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 bad story. Very bad story. There was a billion other things they could have done with this. I thought it was a horrible story. I, I don't go that far. I though. did not like the direction it went. I didn't like the way it looked. I didn't like the can camera. Just, work. Can we just get well, you to admit that you hate women power? That has nothing to do with it. Because <laughs> the story was... But that's, I think, why a lot of people liked it, because it was a political it was, it was, thing. It was it was driven politically. Let's face it, that it was the Me Too movement, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that. I just didn't need it in a Halloween film. Do it with something else. Don't don't take my franchise away from me to make a political But they've been doing statement. it in Halloween films since the beginning. Yeah. Right. But this one, they made... A, th- that was the whole point of this movie. It was a statement they were trying to make. No. I didn't need that in a Halloween film. The new Black film. Christmas is the statement. Well, that too. Yeah. But, yeah, that's but like, this story. one... It, it's fine. It just turns uh, Michael into the hunted, not the hunter. Yeah, he's and, not the. And, I, and, that's what I didn't like about this movie because there was there was really never a time, but with the exception, the only time he was really the hunter was shortly in the beginning where he gets out, he goes to the uh, gas station. Mm-hmm. That scene, he's the hunter, and then the of course the long the long shot through the houses. But, That's but, but it. He, but he, then but after then. once once he once he realizes Lori's around and Lori sees him, then he becomes the hunted, and it's, it doesn't have that same feeling. It's like, I, I think it's more out of necessity in the, with that whole first scene. I, I think well, just I, to get the mask back, but but it's the, great the mask. But I don't think he's the hunter at that point. Oh, he's hunting down that mask. No, see, I think that's just out of necessity of needing an, an, a different outfit. Hey, he but, could get it. By the way, he could have gotten a different mask. He's done it in the past. I mean, they erased yeah. those movies, but in the past, he's just done it. He's just gone no, and taken off the like, shelf in the store. What was it? A general shop that he took the mask off of in four. Yeah, he just. Well, and he then just, he had that ridiculous looking thing, the brute. I think is what they called yeah, it in part five. Yeah, yeah, the one that he took from uh, from Mike. I'm, yeah, I'm Mike, say, from Mikey. Mike. I, I'm just Mike saying, I don't. Taken. I don't think he's actually like the hunted, like hunt, hunter until after all that. And let's just point out, this movie has a lot of comparisons to Halloween H2O. 
Mm-hmm. And he becomes the hunted in 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 that too. Yes, yes, Laurie yes. goes after him, and that. But the thing is, is, that movie, as much as I don't like that it took place in the setting that it did, and I I felt like it could have used an extra half hour to that. It had its flaws, but it's something about that movie, it was executed much much better than this. So, uh, well, I agree. But it got universal praise. Once it's again, one of the most. I- I will agree with you there about H2O, but I, I still don't think this movie was horrible. You think it's unwatchable. I don't. I think it's a. I think it's fine. It's just It's just not my favorite. But I get why people are favoring one. When we get to the Twitter poll at the end, you'll see where it yeah. ranks. So. Yeah. I, I've said it a couple times. It gets universal praise. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's now, A lot of people like this one better than the original one. Now you know how I feel about John Wick. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. I, I know you've this seen This is it. my John Wick. <laughs> and John Wick's horrible. All right, next up on the list, um, one of only two left that we've got to talk about. We've talked about all the other ones. Uh, my opinion, this one is the second best movie in the entire series. Um, it also gets, for the most part, other than I think a couple of comments here and there when we did this in the different uh, polls that we had, but for the most part, universal praise as well. And that's Halloween 4, the return of Michael Myers. Uh, as we know, this came uh, on the heels of Halloween 3 a few years later. And um, everybody wanted to see Michael back, and they brought him back. And um, I think everything about Halloween Four. I just watched it Sunday night again uh, on Shutter, so it was unedited, including and, including uh, Bandage Bandage Face. Yes, just in my opinion. This is by far the best sequel in that entire series. He also steals, like I said, he steals the mask from a general shop. Yeah, and he didn't look that great. I mean, yeah, the mask. I understand the mask. We've talked about this no, before. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm, I'm not. I'm fine go with the that. mask, even though people have such a hissy fit about it. I'm not going into um, it. He he got the mask he needed out of necessity. He wasn't yeah. going to be the original one. Why would he do that? That. The original one burnt up, hence yeah. why he had bandages all over his face. Right, it probably melted partially to his face. Right, which also happened in Halloween Resurrection. By the way, that's why that's that's the one part that I don't like is is it four where he takes the mask off or five? Five. Yeah, that's another that's, and six. That's the reason why I hate five because when he takes it off and you see the b- brief glimpse of his face, he looks like a normal like nothing happened. Yeah, like he's got very smooth skin. He's actually oh, he's a got a looking, little. He's, he's got a tiny little boo boo on his hand. He got. He's he, well, uh, no, but I'm talking about facially. The I know. Guy was through no, a I know fire. what you're saying. They did not reconstruct yeah. his face. We see him in the beginning of four, just covered in bandages because they never reconstructed his face, and he was in a coma. Yeah. And here we are. The guy looks like you know he should look, come out looking like Freddy Krueger, and he looks like he looks like a model. They used like a guy who had a <laughs> decent looking face in the whole nine. Don Shanks. Yeah, they didn't even use the regular stunt guy for that. They, no makeup they, on him at all. But yeah. he, had the, he had that little boo boo on his hand. Oh, that's, be, that's not what I'm worried got. about. I'm worried about be all the that continuity. He got from the I'm worried about the continuity era from yeah. four. By the way, I love four. Uh, four is one of my top ones. I do like it better than 2018. Uh, I there's not much. Uh, Danielle Harris does a great job in this oh, movie. So good, Ellie Cornell as well. I I I don't like how they back the see the reason where it starts going downhill for me is because five and six happen in that timeline. Yeah, and that's why I that's why you don't have her as part of the continuity anymore. Unfortunately. Because I have nothing. The ball was dropped her. big time. But the on ball those was movies. dropped. I mean, they should have just pulled the trigger on the kid killer. Just throwing it out there. It would have Second been a better time film. in movie history that they dropped the ball on the kid killer, and they could have made money. Because yeah. final chapter set up for uh, Tommy Jarvis, played by Corey Feldman, to become the new killer for the series. Yeah, it set it up, and he even said he said in interviews that that was the plan. That was the script. They even shot, and there's actually a scene that they shot that you see part of it at the beginning of part five. Right. There's a scene that was shot to like morph him into the killer, but they changed the context yeah. and made it about him coming back to life. It it drives me nuts. And this is another one because the end of this movie, of course, I don't even think I have to say spoiler alert, but to hell with it. We're talking spoilers all this whole thing, even though they're old movies. Um, da- Daniel Harris, you know, butchers her ma- her st- or, uh, adopted mother, sorry, with the with the pair of scissors yeah. while wearing the the thing. And then, of course, we have the Doctor Lips. No, no. Let me tell you, the first time I saw and he that tries movie, to shoot her. By the way, that is yeah. <laughs> Doctor Lubis hates children, man. He messes you know, with yeah. he messes with Lonnie in the first one, and, and it makes me chuckle. And then you fast forward this, he was gonna blast that little girl with a gun. The, yeah, the, the, the sheriff had to tackle him. Sheriff had to tackle him. So we would have never gotten another one if he would have just shot her in the right. head. No, no, you're right. I, I just the first time I saw that Halloween four. Let me tell you, I was I didn't see that coming. It, it shocked me, and uh, just brilliantly done. 
brilliantly done. Well, that whole movie's brilliant. Pulled, they should have pulled the trigger. Second time in movie history and horror franchises, two different franchises, where if they would have pulled the trigger, I feel like things would have been better. Although I am a proponent, and I do like uh, Friday the 13th Part 5, as mm-hmm. we talked about, even though it has Roy, whatever, it's still the most mean-spirited and in, in, in hardcore, brutal oh, yeah. movie in the, in the, in the, in, in the entire uh, franchise. However, could you imagine the movie where Corey Feldman takes on as the killer as a child? Yeah. It would have been good. Oh, it would have been good. The same thing with uh, uh, Jamie Lloyd, a.k.a. Daniel Harris, carrying yeah, uh, and, the mantle. And the thing is, is Daniel Harris was so good as a, as a child actress, she would have nailed it. She would have pulled it off. And I don't know. I, the ball was definitely dropped. But, you know, part four, right from the opening credits, just the way it's filmed, the way it looks, it's dark. It feels more, to me, like Halloween. Like it takes place on Halloween than any of the movies, including the original. Um, there's just something about that movie. I love the way that they, stylistically, I love the way that they directed it. I love the way that they shot it. Uh, I love the acting. I love everything about it. And uh, just such a such a fine horror movie. Um, I, I think I told you this uh, when you came over a couple weeks ago to watch some movies at my house. If Halloween 4 was the first one that ever happened in that series, if that was the movie, if that was the one that kicked it off, I think we'd be talking about that movie is one of our favorite horror movies of all time. I really do. Um you know, I, I just, I don't know if, if that came first and then the original Halloween came later, you know, if that was, if that had come after it, I, I don't know. We might be talking about Halloween four as the better of the two movies. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know it's, because it's never, we'll never know. Because we only have one more movie to talk about. Right. And that's the granddaddy of, of the That mall. is the greatest one of all time. And that would be Halloween Resurrection. <laughs> we no. talked about that last week. But no, no, think about it. It's the granddaddy of them all. Yeah, Halloween it 1978. Is, it's the, it's the uh, some, to some people, it is the, the official start of the slasher film. Yeah. It is definitely the start of, well, between that and Friday the 13th, the start of the franchise horror movie. Yeah. Uh, and it's no surprise that this comes in as our favorite. No. This no is surprise. my favorite movie of all time. John Carpenter made a legendary film here. Uh, he's done that a few times. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But this one is definitely uh, one. Uh, they weren't afraid to push the envelope. Uh, they weren't afraid to try new things, i.e. we have the long... At the time, it was the longest continuous shot in the history of cinema. And hearing how they had to film that and how tired the crew was. Because yeah. it, it's a tricky shot when you're doing a continuous yeah. shot. That opening, there was actually a couple cuts in that, believe it or not. Yes, yeah. Well, they had to. Trick, for, they tricked you. They tri- yeah, but technically it was supposed to be the oh, entire one shot. One shot. Oh, yeah. They tried. They tried real hard. They almost yeah. made it. And back then, with the technology they had back then, that's that was even super hard. They, oh, yeah. to, they, they really invented, the cinematographer invented uh, the camera holder for that shot. Yeah, what they got the Panaglide. Yeah. That was that was invented for that shot. Yeah, and so you know, it, it's still no matter how you look at it, it's an iconic. It's an iconic opening of a movie. Oh yeah, you know you, the the butchering of his sister. Then he comes outside. You see his little Mikey Myers. It's 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 a it's a it's an incredible open. And then you kick right in gear. That movie's not a slow movie at all. Because if you think about yeah. it, you're like death wise, kill wise, it is. Because there's only five deaths in the whole movie. Well, five, you know, cool, you know, murders that we see, including a dog, including yeah, well, we don't we don't include the dog, <laughs> but five not including the dog. What Six was the dog's name? Dog. I can't remember the name. Anyways, when you go into that, it, it goes Lester. right in because Lester. think about it. As they pull up, they pull right up, and then the loony Zarallo, and then he runs across the top of the yeah. the the thing, and we're we're off to the races. So even though there's not a lot of deaths, it's not slow. It's very uh, uneven. It's very paced. And next thing you know, he's on the street stalking Laurie Strode. Yeah. Like, it's, it is what it is. And then, of course, as we're going to find out in Halloween Kills, it looks like he almost got his hands on Lonnie. Yeah. Lonnie had Lonnie shit himself twice that day. Yeah, he did. Hey, Lonnie. <laughs> that, that was the first time. The second time <laughs> was his running with Michael Myers, allegedly, yeah. if, we, if we were looking at these uh, pictures that have come off of Halloween Kills. But uh, I believe this is the one of the closest movies to perfection in movie history. Yeah, I think that my, my biggest qualm with it has always been the dialogue between the girls. I mean... You know, it is what it is. Deborah Hill came up with the dialogue. You know, she that that's how they talked at the time. But then Valley Girls, that's that yeah. It is what it is. I mean, that's probably the only thing that hasn't really held up over the years. But otherwise, that movie, like you said, it's as close to perfect as there is. You know, where else is there that? I always talk about how my time at the the camp where they filmed the original Friday the Thirteenth is the holy grail of of horror movie filming locations, and it's because you can't just go there. But in a lot of ways. Halloween is that holy grail. There's still people every day of the week, every day of the year, most likely, that are going out to Pasadena in Los Angeles to look at those filming locations 40-something years later. You know, it's 
everything about that movie was right. You know, it just it, it's supposed to take place in Illinois and it was filmed in California. But man, did he did Carpenter nail it? Did Carpenter nail Absolutely. it? Did Irwin Yablons? Everybody that was involved in the Tommy Lee Wallace, everybody that was involved in that movie just nailed that movie. And it was so simple. It was such a simple concept. They didn't overthink anything. They made a cheap, low-budget movie. $300,000 was the budget. And, uh, you know, look what they came up with. Yeah, I agree. Ron, you got anything to throw in there about Halloween 1978 that hasn't already been said? No, it's all, it's, it is a great movie. It is next to perfect uh, out there, as you we talked about other movies and all that stuff. It started a bunch, you know, like you said, the slasher flick, and then became a franchise on its own. You know, I crack jokes about Season of the Witch, but it is what it is. It's still... It's still uh, a decent movie. It really is when I, I just crack jokes about it because that's what I do. But I mean, ever, I've watched all of them, I think, but I don't think H2O is one of them that I've watched. Which You've never what, seen H2O? I, H2O is really good. Yeah, I, well, it was when it came out, it just wasn't like really. It was in the post Scream era. Yeah. It was so, very similar to those other movies. It was yeah. a dimension oh, film. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, but I, I like, I didn't, like, it wasn't the fact that I didn't want to go see it. It was just, mm-hmm. you know, I was living on my own, you know, lack their money, time, and friends. At that time, yeah. <laughs> so. I was gonna say you got LL Cool J, Josh Hartnett, I, I, Michelle yeah. Williams. It had a cast. Oh no, I have no, I have no issue <laughs> no, with the cast. Yeah, I, cast. I, I remember the cast. It just uh, that was the time for some reason I didn't like I didn't go see movies by myself because yeah. it was one of those things that I don't know why I didn't want. Then all of a sudden, it surprises just, me you still haven't seen it. Yeah, I just never. Uh, we'll, put have it to, in. we'll have to. We'll have oh, to. Yeah. I had the V the VHS, but just never. <laughs> we will have to. One rectify. of these movie days, you'll have to come over when he that does. Yeah. No, I'll, I, I'll go watch it. I just haven't. Just so, one of those things. For all of you who follow us on Twitter, and if you don't, you should follow us on Twitter at HorrorZone607. Uh, we had the Twitter poll this week again, and uh, I, I'm I'm not surprised, but at the same time surprised about the results of the Twitter poll. Yeah. So we had the options of Halloween 1978, Halloween 2018, Halloween 4, and then other, of course. Don't forget, we set a new record this yes, week. Yes, this is the most, uh, this was the most uh, interactive poll we've ever done. Yeah. So keep up the good work there in the Twitterverse. You guys are getting better. You guys are definitely doing well. So uh, let's go over who who are the winners and losers on the poll. So with 2% of the vote coming in fourth place, Halloween 4. That blows my mind. Yeah, well, I'm surprised That's not that. the part that blows my mind. This one is in third place. With 5% of the vote is other, and all the comments, the list other, all were Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. Yeah. That's what blows my mind. And, and I love Halloween you, 3. I love it, but the fact that the fans have spoken and yeah. it's in third place, I mean, I understand it's only 5% of the vote, but all the write-ins were for Halloween 3. Yeah. And I just, I'm surprised because it, it's to me, it's a forgotten film. It's yeah. it's one of those, it's got a cult following, but it's, it's a forgotten Halloween film. So that surprises me. Mm-hmm. And number two. With 20% of the votes, Halloween 2018, the movie no. that Mike hates is the second no. favorite Halloween movie, according no. to Twitter. And with number one, that means there's only one movie left, and you know it, it was the one we saved for last. It was our favorite. The fans agreed as well as we did. Uh, 73% of the votes in a gigantic landslide for Halloween 1978. No surprise there. Yes. No surprise at all there. Yeah, thank God 2018 didn't win because I would have had to resign from my own show if that happened. Well, so. that was a fun Halloween fest. We had a lot of fun with it. We've had a lot of uh, good times. But it comes to an end here, and it has been crowned. Halloween 1978 is the favorite Halloween movie in the franchise. We've had some forgotten ones. We've had some hated ones, but we know the favorite one. Once again, not a big surprise. But uh, I want to thank everybody on Twitter. Thank you for being interactive. Once again, if you are following us on Twitter, what are you waiting for? Follow HorrorZone at HorrorZone607 on Twitter. Join these things. Also, might as well like and share our page on Facebook as well. HorrorZone607. Check it out. There's some awesome and cool stuff. We got a couple more days of the uh, 61 days of Halloween. Two more to go. Two more to go. Well, as of recording time, you can get as of recording time. But there'll be two more. But but guess what? You can go back and look at all the 61 choices. Which yeah. There's 61 flavors. All of them are very tasty, if I might say so. I myself. appreciate that. And uh, so check us out there, of course, for all the social medias. Hashtag HZ61. 
Uh, also, you can visit us online on our website, 8122productions.com. You can visit, the, the, we have a Horizon 607 page. We have a Three Fat Nerds page there. There's some reviews there, some other things. There is a page on there for events and news. You can see pictures from ScareCon, from Sci-Fi Horror Fest. From, it, there's, there's a ton of cool stuff. We've got our next listings up there, including the fact that, I mean, it's a year away, October 24th and 25th of 2020, but we'll be back at Sci-Fi Horror Fest. That's for damn sure. Only on in New York. We're coming to see you next year again. Already announced. And then, of course, May 2nd and 3rd, we'll be here in Binghamton for uh, BroomCon at SUNY Broom. So there's those things are up there, and uh, so go check those out as well. And any other news coming up, you know, there might be some things on the horizon. Of course, like we talked about before, Patreon will be a thing. You'll be able to link that from 8122productions.com as well, or, you know, we'll be, as soon as we go live, we will get you the Patreon information. And trust me, I'm going to keep it really cheap. Uh, I've, I've, I've talked to some of my other podcasting friends, and I, I think we're going to be, there's going to be two tiers. There's going to be a $1 tier and a $3 tier. And uh, each one will have a different things, but all the content will be pretty much available for the $1 tier. The, the $3 tier is just going to get some extra bonuses. I'm just kind of working out the kinks, and obviously we're, I'm in the process of moving, so that's why it won't be up until probably the first week of November. And we have some awesome stuff. We heard, You heard it earlier. We have a show with Mike C. here. He'll be doing a show called <laughs> Love is Scary with Spooky Mike and Daddy Issues Diesel. <laughs> or do Daddy Issues D- Derek. You know, that's going to be that's gonna be an interesting one. Derek has already said that I gave him the idea for the first uh, episode. Uh, oh, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, uh, he's, thank God, because I don't even know what I'm talking about. That's all right. Derek has already got the first episode. He's got all more player. than enough covered, so... <laughs> So, uh, so it's going to be a good time. And then, you know, there's other things we're going to have some, you know, watch along. Well, not watch alongs, but we're going to do some like, special reviews. Me and Ron will be doing some stuff. There'll be all sorts of stuff. And of course, you can hear, you know, the, the uncut version of the Three Fat Nerds podcast, which would probably get us banned from everywhere if it was not behind a paywall. <laughs> I'm just saying, especially after last week and some of the stories we told. Never mind. No. Geez. Wait till you guys. You guys think this is a tease. Like, I'm being serious. People think it's a tease. It is not a tease. It's legit. I, I shared a story, a very personal story yes. about clerks that I actually, I will, I will go on a limb. First week of Patreon, I will share the story. Okay. If you guys think I'm bullshitting, first week of Patreon, when you tune into one of the Three Fenders podcasts, you will hear a really uh, interesting story about clerks. About something that happened to me watching the movie Clerks. I promise I will retell the story <laughs> at, at, during one of the breaks just for that. I will Man. work it in. Basically, what's going to happen, people, is when once we walk in the studio, Rich is going to turn on the computer and hit record. So it'll be live and mics, baby. It'll be live hot. mics. We'll, you'll hear the mic test and all that stuff. And we're just you'll hear the pre-production meeting. The pre-production meeting. You're going during hear, the breaks where you usually would hear the music when you're listening to the live version, uh, or the version that we put out on the internet. You'll, you'll hear, hear what we talk about <laughs> during the break. Sometimes, to be clear, there's sometimes where we're just kind of like, uh, and you just. Just yeah. go right in. But there's other times where we wanted to tell a story, so we yeah. do, and we tell it to each other because it's funny and we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> but on top of that, you know, you'll get to you get all that. That'll be up right after we record too. Literally, I'm gonna turn and I hopefully it doesn't take long to upload. I'm gonna literally turn and upload it right here in the studio because we have internet connection. Yeah. And then boom, you'll get it first, and then I go home and edit it. And for all of you people, trust me, if you're that you're out there listening to us, don't worry, we're not taking the show away. It'll still be completely free on whatever podcast provider you're listening on. By the way, tell your friends to uh, look for Horror Zone 607 on any podcast provider and hit that smash that subscribe button so you can automatically download the show. Slash that subscribe. My button. mom messaged me. I got a text message at like 10:30 the other night. My mom goes, "Do you know the Horror Zone 607 is on Stitcher?" Yeah. Yes, yes I yes, do. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> We're on Stitcher. We're on Castbox. We're on uh, Apple Podcasts, of course. We're on, We're on po- well, Podbean, of course. We have to be on Podbean. Yeah. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Play. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. But uh, what I'm getting at is the show. Don't worry at home uh, before I turn it over. The show will still be completely free. We're not going to change anything. You'll still get the great Horror Zone 607 episodes that you're used to, the same three fat nerds episodes that you're used to. 8122 Productions will always be around. We just, the part of the reason for the paywall is, yeah, it would help pay for some of our subscriptions that you know we because it costs money to do this podcast and then you won't have to hear annoying ads because we don't have to sell our soul to the devil uh you know which we really haven't yet although so. although we are all on board with shutter because that's really not selling our soul that no. would actually be perfect for this show yes uh, yeah. so shutter once again hint hint for the second time Pick if us you're up. listening just hook us Please. up with some something anyways uh but 
like I said, uh, it'll still be here. It'll still be here for you. You can still stream it from 8122productions.com. You can still find it on all the wonderful podcast providers. So just got to want to give them the direction because that will be launched very, very soon. Uh, probably by next week. Because like I said, it will be the beginning of November. And uh, this weekend I'm planning on re- recovering my body. So it possibly will be signed up. So next week you might be hearing I, all the uh, Patreon stuff. Deep tissue massage for you this weekend. That's what you need, buddy. I, uh, I, got, I still got another two weeks of hell. Oh man, I'm sorry to hear that, brother. I still have a. Uh, I left. I left another part two days of me on the street today. <laughs> that's that's probably going to be part of uh, the the debut episode of uh, Love Is Scary with Spooky Mike and Daddy Issues. Diesel. <laughs> you want me to moderate it? Oh, we'll, we'll go deep. Trust me. You guys think Diesel's got issues? <laughs> this this show could get better and better as it goes. I I I've already threatened. I don't want to hear nothing about it. I'm just gonna come and hit record. My wife's like, you gotta produce that. You know that. I'm like, yeah, I can just hit record and make sure the sounds good and just go at it, Call gentlemen. It a day. My editing it just has to take out. You know, there's it's Patreon. I don't gotta take out shit. <laughs> it's, yeah. We're live, fella. We're live. We're live. Well, with that, thank you guys once again for listening. I usually give you the, the thank you, and I know Michael probably doubled down on it, but thank you for being listeners and all that happy jazz. We're very happy to have you. And uh, Mike. That's all I have this week. All right. Thanks, Rich. Uh, so, yeah, I just, uh, you know, I want to wish everybody a, a very happy and safe Halloween. Check your candy for razor blades. We don't want any problems. Ooh, you by know. the way, the scariest scene in uh, the original Halloween. Halloween 2. Oh, yeah, it was Halloween 2. Halloween 2. That was the funny part. That was a write-up somewhere that that was the scariest scene. Yeah. The actual razor blade in the apple. Yeah. Yeah, it was awful. So, <laughs> so check your candy, uh, but have fun. Have fun. Be out there. Be safe. I, I'm sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but to piggyback off that, any candy that you would like inspected, go ahead and bring that down to Dragon Master Games, 1235 Upper Front Street, Binghamton, New York. Uh, the Horror Zone 607, Three Fat Nerds, 8122 Productions family will be running a free uh, candy scanning uh, procedure. We will test your candy we'll for you. We'll test it all out We'll for test it, it for you. Every last for, for piece toxins, of it. For, for razor blades, for whatever. Especially peanut butter cups, people. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. We, we can't guarantee. Down. We can't guarantee that you'll get any. Uh, we we can't guarantee that we've heard a rumor that all the peanut butter cups are tainted this year. Yes. So we're just doing a service for the Recycle youth and the community. Right here. Recycle we are, them we here. Are, we are we are very conscientious of our community. We yes. love the six oh seven. That's why it's in our name. I just want to throw it out there, Mike. We are we're, I, pu- we're public servants. So Dragon we really Master are. Games twelve thirty five Upper Front Street, Binghamton, New York. Go ahead, bring your candy down. We'll screen it for you. Yes. Okay, Mike. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured you'd be. I figured you'd be in since i was doing a psa absolutely absolutely we're all about safety here so safety first yes so again thanks for listening everybody Uh, i want to thank ron for being back in the studio it's always good to see you buddy thank you thank you and uh we can't wait to hear more about your my little pony collection when we get off the air here but uh that's for another it's not a bad cartoon (laughs) it gives you positive thinking (laughs) it's actually really well done right right but uh also thank you rich uh all your hard work is is uh, as usual here and uh We'll be back in the studio next week. Uh, probably going to have our Halloween hangover episode. Uh, so That's what I might even uh, call it. Yeah, we might have to call it that. Just think so. about it. I, I've had it easy these past couple weeks naming our shows because it just put Halloween Fest week yeah. one, Halloween Fest week two, Halloween Fest well, week three. I just three. gave you gold right there, so I just there made you your go. job easier. Thank you. So thanks for listening, everybody, and we will be back next week. See ya.